Breadbox Media Programming is brought to you by Catholic retailers, business owners, and ministry leaders. Don't miss the Catholic Marketing Network Momentum 2019 event. Attend seminars that teach how to apply best business practices to any kind of business or ministry. Experience one-of-a-kind networking opportunities and browse the trade show exhibit hall full of Catholic resources and gifts from all over the world. Visit catholicmarketing.com trade show page to find out how you can be a part of this event that helps Catholics build personal and professional momentum. Celebrate our God-given freedom and faith while honoring our Blessed Mother with Girelli's USA Rosary. Each state is represented on this rosary's 50 beads. Red, white, and blue enamel adorn its patriotic crucifix. Get yours today. Shop www.ghirelli.com. Welcome to Why Do Catholics, the podcast from Catholics that talks about Catholics and what we believe. Thank you for joining us. My name is Rachel Bryson, and I'm your host. Joining me today is Father Joshua Cavender. Thank you for being here, Father. Well, thank you very much, Rachel. It's very good. Uh, thank you for inviting me, and I'm, I'm very happy to be here today. We're glad that you're here. And I know the topic that you know, we're going to be discussing um, today and over our next several episodes is about sacraments and, you know, kind of what they are, uh, what we believe about the sacraments as Catholics. So, you know, Father, let's start, you know, right at the very beginning. What is a sacrament? Well, you know, sacraments, uh, they're, they're like the lifeblood of the church. And, and there's many ways, you know, we could approach sacraments. And, and uh, you know, on one level, uh, we could look at word origin. Like we have, uh, it comes from the Latin sacramentum. So, you know, clear sacramentum, sacrament. Okay, excellent. The sacramentum uh, literally means in Latin, a sign. On another level, like the sacramentum was taken as an oath of fidelity by military officers, uh, by mil- uh, not mil- just the officers, the uh, people in the military as their sign of fidelity to to the, the military and their service. It's an entire life enveloping uh, commitment on the other side, from, from more the Greek, we have they're, they're from the mysterion, the mysteries. So we have these seven, these seven signs, these seven mysteries. And, and, and we shouldn't understand mystery as something that's completely not understandable. Think of it like a relationship. If you're in a relationship with a friend, they are somewhat of a mystery. You don't understand every aspect of them. Right. They're not a math problem to be solved. You get a nice box to answer at the end. They're, they're this relationship that you continually dive into. So what exactly are these, these sacraments, these mysteries then, that, that, that we're diving into, these signs? Well, a sign points to a reality, something, something outside of us. You know, we're driving into Harrisburg, and you see Harrisburg, you know, 27 miles. That doesn't, you know, it, it reveals to us that Harrisburg is 27 miles down the road. So it gives us a sign of where we're going. Okay. With the sacraments, they are signs for us that point to a reality with our relationship with Christ, and they actually bestow grace in pointing that reality out to us. Now, there's a problem with the signs, right? Let's say you're driving down the road to Harrisburg, okay, and, and you're in Israel, 
and you don't speak Hebrew, and you see a sign, and you can't read it, it also conceals the reality that it's revealing. And if we don't understand what the sign is pointing out, it's completely obscured to us. We don't understand what it's pointing out. So, so understanding these sacraments is a really important aspect of the sign itself. So what are they? So what is a sign? I love the, you know, the Baltimore Catechism, right? The, the old one, everybody learned, right? The, the, the definition of a sacrament, it's an outward sign of an inward grace. And, and, and that's like a nice kind of pithy definition. And I, I, and I don't want to sit here and criticize, you know, the sacrament. It's, it's a good definition put out by the church. But sacrament is an outward sign of an inward grace. What sign is not outward and what grace is not inward? You know, that's kind of, it doesn't really envelop what a sacrament actually is. I mean, it's, it's, it's a good basic definition, but I think we can be a lot more specific. Mm-hmm. So for a, a sacrament, they are a sign instituted by Christ that bestows power and grace flowing from the body of Christ. So we see this, uh, that, that this, the sacraments were all instituted by Christ. They weren't just invented by the church. Okay, so they were, they were handed to us by Christ himself. Okay, we see them in different levels in scripture and stuff like that. But they're also flowing from the body of Christ. Remember when the, uh, the, the, the woman who had been hemorrhaging uh, for, for years mm-hmm. and years and years, right? And she just goes up and she just, she's, if I just touch the tassel of, of, of his garment, I'll be healed. And, and Christ feels the power flowing out of him uh, and, and heals the woman. Okay. That's kind of like the sacraments. They are flowing from the body of Christ. But what's really important, what is the body of Christ? Is it just this man who existed 2,000 years ago? No. We'll get into this with baptism, but the body of Christ is the church. Those who have been baptized into Christ become part of Christ's body. So Christ has handed these sacraments to be dispensed by his church, by his body, for the sake of bestowing grace. Now, grace is kind of another one of those ambiguous terms. Okay, so ex- explain that to me. Absolutely. So um, many, many times people think of, of grace as, as kind of um, like holy currency, you know, like I have general grace dollars. You know, if I build up this, uh, you know, grace account, I can spend it on these things that I need. It's very generic in people's minds, but it's not. There's many different types of grace, and graces are given for specific purposes. For example, creation itself is brought into existence by the grace of God, the grace of, of creation. We have the grace of, we talk about the grace uh, of, of final perseverance, that in death are remaining faithful to Christ. We have the grace of conversion. God gives us grace in order to be able to enter into a relationship with us. And then there's the grace of salvation, right? the grace that God gives us, uh, sanctifying grace, to be able to enter into a relationship with him and remain holy so that we get to the gates of heaven. The sacraments are ordered towards giving us the, the sanctifying grace of that relationship with God. So all of these sacraments are ordered in order to give us the gates of heaven and get us to heaven. So that, those are the graces that God is giving us uh, along, this, uh, along this journey of our, of our faith life. Oh, thank you, Father. Now, what about, um, I know that not every faith has sacraments. Mm-hmm. So what, 
what makes the the sacraments or, or why do Catholics specifically celebrate sacraments? You know, up until, shall we say, the uh, around the time of Martin Luther, right, there was just the Catholic Church. Like, this was just a commonly understood thing, that, that, that like, these sacraments have existed from the time of Christ. They've been handed down to us from generation to generation to generation through the Church by the apostles. And so these sacraments have been seen you know, maybe some some different body work has been done on them. You know, it, uh, the language that that it's that it's that, that it's come to us Latin, English, Greek, whatever language. You know, you know the, uh, the 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 sacraments being celebrated in throughout the history of the church. But these sacraments have been seen from the beginning of the church in their fundamental, most basic forms. And while some of the rites have been changed, they were celebrated universally until about the, the time of, of Martin Luther. All of the Christian denominations actually have the mo- some of the most basic sacraments, like baptism. It's pretty clear in, in these denominations of Christianity that like you need baptism to get into a relationship with Christ. Mm-hmm. Now, now, some of the the underlying theology of that is a little different, whether baptism is something that gives us grace by itself, like the act of baptism gives us grace by itself, which, which, which is what the church believes, uh, or whether that's just a sign of our relationship with Christ, which tends to be more of the, the, the Protestant um, uh, understanding. And I don't want to say Protestant understanding. I, I don't want to make sweeping claims about Protestant faith. That's not my, my, my place. Uh, and, and, and there's lots of different theologies in there. But the sacramental life of the church has been here since the time of Christ. And it was with some different ideologies much later in the church that those deviations from what the church has believed uh, came into existence. Okay, so Father, I, I know one question that you know, some Catholics might ask themselves, and even even some of our, you know, our Protestant brothers and sisters, they might be wondering, you know, how do we know that the sacrament actually happened? That, you know, it actually did what we believe it did. Can you talk about that at all? Absolutely. Each of the sacraments have what we call a, a matter and a form. Uh, that's kind of technical language. But we need the stuff for a sacrament, and we need the, the words for a sacrament. So it's a, like a two-part process almost. Uh, it is. It is. And, and they go together. Uh, you know, uh, you, you can't bake bread without flour and an oven, right? You need both of those things to happen. Uh, so the, the, the matter of the sacrament is kind of like the flour and the, the stuff that makes up the bread. And then the, 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 the form is kind of like the oven that makes it all happen to get that delicious biscuit in the morning that just, just makes your day so good. Each of the sacraments have this matter and form. What you need is the stuff for a sacrament, for like... Let's just take it. We'll talk about this with baptism. But in order to baptize a person, well, first thing I need is a person, right? I can't just I can't just ambiguously baptize nothing. I need a person who has actually been unbaptized. Uh, he has never been baptized. Rather, you can't be unbaptized uh, in the sense of you know reversing baptism. But then you also need to actually say the words of baptism itself. I need to say the words. I baptize you in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Uh, And I need to have the intention to baptize that person as well. So the question is, like, how do we know the sacrament worked? If I have the stuff for the sacrament there, for Mass, if I have the bread and the wine, 
and the words of the sacrament are said, this is my body, this is my blood, then we have absolute certainty that that sacrament happened. Now, God gave that to us because we need to have assurance. I mean, we're talking about our salvation here. We're talking about the gates of heaven. These have eternal ramifications in our life. So God, you know, in crafting the sacraments, figuring out how he was going to bring us to salvation and be, be able to be with us for all eternity, he gave us the sacraments so that we would be absolutely certain when the matter and the form are met that the sacrament happened regardless of the, 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 the holiness of the priest or the, the minister of the sacrament, regardless of how bad of a morning that we've had, how good of a morning that we've had, if it's the Pope, if it's, you know, Deacon Bob at, at, at St. John's, uh, you know, it doesn't matter. As long as the matter and the form are met, the sacrament happened. And that is a great assurance to each one of us who received the sacraments. Excellent. Excellent. Thank you, Father. So I know we're going to uh, dive a little deeper into each of the sacraments, you know, moving forward through our, our series here on the sacraments. Uh, but before we, we, we do that in, in future episodes, I wanted to ask, do you have a favorite sacrament? The sacraments are the most powerful forces in existence. There's 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 more rejoicing uh, for the conversion of one sinner in you know in in the halls of heaven than the simple act of creation itself. Not simple act, but the, like it is a greater act of creation. It is a greater act than creation. Excuse me, for for somebody to come to conversion. So if since these sacraments are helping us on that road, it's these are, these are more powerful than the act of creation itself. Not many people see that. So it's kind of hard to, to, to pick a favorite one. But if I had to, here twisting my arm behind my back, telling you, you, know, you, you tell us your favorite sacrament. It's, it's really a tie uh, between Mass, the Eucharist, and confession. And that's both in terms of celebrating and receiving those sacraments as a priest. It's pretty hard to argue with the Mass Standing there each day, holding the God of the universe in your hands. And not simply holding him in your hands, but receiving him. That he, the fullness of life, the fullness of God, the fullness of his divinity, is then, becomes a part of me, and I become a part of him. And at the same time, realizing that being able to, to go to confession, be able to know that, that I can find forgiveness in the Lord, and uh, to continue, continue my own conversion, my own faith journey to God, uh, where he, in his infinite mercy, continues to pour out those graces in my own life, but be able to also see that in, in, in other people's lives, uh, to, to, to see the, 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 the peace and the grace that God bestows in that, that simple act of confession. And... They are both such powerful and, and palpable sacraments that it is, it is, uh, they, are, they are truly glorious mysteries of Christ, and I, I am so happy to celebrate them every day. Thank you, Father, so much. Uh, so we're going to wrap up this episode. Uh, so next week, I believe, or our next episode, we're going to be talking about baptism. So we'll definitely look forward to having you back to discuss baptism with us. So thank you for all those who who are listening. This has been Why Do Catholics, a production of the Diocese of Harrisburg, and we'll see you next time.
Hello, this is international Catholic singer Anna Nuzzo, inviting you to join me and Father Dan Cambra of the Marian Fathers on a select international tour's Divine Mercy pilgrimage to Poland and the Czech Republic. It takes place in September of 2019, and we would love for you to join us. For more information, go to my website, AnnaNuzzo.com. Thank you, and God bless. Breadbox Media Programming is brought to you by Introducing the redesigned CatholicSingles.com Featuring new ways that put the spotlight on the person and their faith Not just a profile picture For the past 20 years, faithful Catholics have used CatholicSingles.com And the reimagined CatholicSingles.com website Is ready to help single Catholics take the next step In sharing meaningful relationships with other faithful Catholics Remember, CatholicSingles.com for faith fellowship and love.